The Wealth Equation Podcast by Maurice L. Wilson reveals how to accelerate your wealth and secure more money, time, and freedom by leveraging the investment powers of real estate, entrepreneurship, the stock market, and more. Tune in as host Maurice L. Wilson, an engineer turned financial advisor, offers you the step-by-step formula to solve your wealth equation once and for all. Here's Maurice. Hello, and thank you for joining The Wealth Equation with Maurice Wilson. I wanted to take some time to tell you a little bit about myself and how I went from a master's in engineering working at two Fortune 500 companies to a 15-year career as a financial advisor. And I think it starts with just how I got into engineering. When I was growing up, I came of age in the 90s when there was a big emphasis on having more African-Americans in engineering, it was kind of the precursor to what we call STEM today. And so there was a lot of scholarship money to be had if you majored in engineering. So I decided to take part of this actually through the Air Force ROTC program. And I happened to take the wrong test as one of the prereqs for the Air Force ROTC scholarship that would have sent me to Clemson University. And so what they said was, you can make up the test by taking a math equivalency course at Benedict College. So I started the summer going into what would be my freshman year at Clemson University by taking some calculus courses at Benedict College. Once I wound up at Benedict, they saw my resume and and decided to offer me a a full scholarship to stay at Benedict. And they said, you don't even have to stay here for four years. We have a dual degree program where you can get a physics degree at Benedict and then get an engineering degree at another institution. I was really committed to Clemson, but, um, you know, really couldn't give up uh, a full scholarship with the opportunity to go to a couple of colleges. And uh, I'd be lying if I didn't say that not having a military requirement uh, hanging over my head wasn't also enticing. So I started at Benedict and then transferred to Tennessee State University to finish off my uh, matriculation through college where I got my bachelor's in mechanical engineering. While at TSU, I embarked on three consecutive summer internships at what is known today as Rolls-Royce Aerospace in Indianapolis, Indiana. This was around the mid-90s, and this is where I had my first introduction to the stock market, rather clumsily. This was during the dot-com bull market, uh, what we call the dot-com bubble, really. I had two brushes with the stock market back then. The first was when we would go to lunch, all of these guys would be glued to their computers doing what I now know is trading stocks on some of the early online trading platforms. Me being a 21, 20 year old kid, I really took no interest in it, but I do remember them doing it and not really thinking much about it, but just noticing how intense they were. The second brush I had during one of those internships was one of our mentors, Eric Dickerson, not the football player, but Eric Dickerson, who was a prominent executive at Rolls-Royce 
aerospace and entrepreneur in the Indianapolis era area at the time. Eric told us about the 401k plan. And of course, I didn't pay attention to him because what he was talking about was deferring income. And I was already deferring my income. I had a plan every summer to come back with enough money so I didn't have to work during the school year. So every summer I would save about three to $4,000 that I'd use Excel spreadsheets. And I was very diligent in doing so just so I would not have to work during the school year. So I would love to say that I had a eureka moment when I was 20 or 21 and saw the stock market for the first time and just became uh, immersed in the world of investing. That would be a movie script beginning. What really happened was after I graduated from college, I started at Chrysler in Detroit. And then they started talking about a 401k plan again. And so they had us all enroll. I didn't understand what they were telling us. So I decided to head down to the local library. And that is where I started to have just a uh, keen interest in all things stock market related. I began to listen to Jim Cramer, who was beginning to rise at the time over at CNBC. I read a lot of USA Today and what was going on during this time was that the stock market was crashing as the dot com bubble that I saw firsthand blow up or inflate during my internships was now starting to peak and pop in the year 2000. And so there was a lot of articles to read about investors losing a lot of money. And as you know, a train wreck is intensely more interesting than a successful train ride. So I was glued to the screen, glued to the paper and just taking it all in. It was there that I first decided, I think I want to do something in the world of investments versus engineering. And so I began to make moves that would deliver me from the Midwest uh, back to the Southeast and ultimately in a position to pursue what, what at that time had become my passion, which was the world of investing. I still apply a lot of what I learned as an engineer. Engineers are problem solvers. And I've applied the problem solving methodologies to working with clients. I also use it as our primary investment strategy, one that I've actually tweaked for a number of years. And we've finally gotten it to where it's on automatic pilot. I'm really proud of that. And so I, I really, even though I don't carry the engineering, well, let's say I'm not an engineer in practice anymore. I am applying the principles that I learn in my current uh, profession. When I thought about doing a podcast, I didn't want to do another show with a list of tips and a list of things you should do. I wanted to work on something grander and I wanted to root it in my background as an engineer. And so the wealth equation just kind of fit. The wealth equation principally states that time plus money equals wealth. And we've got a lot of terms here that we bandy about pretty frequently, but we don't really stop to delve into. So when I'm talking about wealth, it can be defined a number of ways, but for this show, I'm defining wealth as the amount of money you need to generate a stress-free return that produces enough money for you to live the life you want. And there's an easy way to get that number. 
Think about how much income you need to live the life you want. And whatever that number is, multiply it by 100. And that's how much wealth you need to live that life. So, for example, if you need uh, 100,000 a year to live the life you want, then you need to accumulate $10 million. If you need 200,000, then you need to accumulate $20 million. And so this is a way for people to really put a number on how much money they need to live the life they want, how much wealth they need to accumulate. And this is beyond retirement. And the reason it's beyond retirement is this is where we get into the function of time. If you make 100,000 a year and you need to accumulate $10 million, then it's going to take you 100 years if you're just taking what you make and putting it in the bank. But also, it's not just about what you make a year, right? It's about how much you save. And it's not just what you put in the bank, but how you grow what you put in the bank. And so the wealth equation gets into how can we make more money? How can we invest better to reduce the number of years it takes us to accumulate the amount of money we need to live the life that we want? It's not about retirement, which is retirement. It's about waiting 30, 40 years and living the life you want at an advanced age. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you choose that path, there's nothing wrong with retiring early if you choose that path. But I'm not talking about living below your means. I'm not talking about minimalism. I'm talking about, hey, this is the life I want to lead and accumulating enough money to support that lifestyle sooner rather than later. And so we're going to go through the principles and concepts and things you need to know to make that happen on this show. And so there are certain equations that are involved that we will solve to get us to the wealth that we want to have. I hope you'll join me on a monthly basis as we take this journey together. It is a pleasure to have you join us for this episode of The Wealth Equation. Be sure to visit WilsonWealth.com for more information about building wealth. We look forward to helping you next time on The Wealth Equation.